Hello and welcome. My name is Tina Ryan and thanks for tuning in to the Property Report podcast by Property Guru. Over the past few years, the term diversity, equity, and inclusions or DEI has become widely used in the worlds of real estate and tech. These concepts are not just empty catch phrases. They're vital components to bringing more perspectives to what are still rather homogeneous and non-inclusive industries. By promoting diversity, equality, and inclusivity and introducing fresh and innovative ideas into the decision-making process, organizations can better reflect and connect with their customers and create a healthier, more inclusive workplace. With me today to talk about this topic are our guests, Shin Yiho, Managing Director, Data and Software Solutions at Property Guru Group, and Nick Myers, Chief Executive Officer and Co-Founder of Red Fox AI. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Before we start, please may I ask each of you to tell us a little more about yourself. Let's start with Shin Yi. Thank you, Tina. Hi, everyone. This is Shin Yi. I am currently leading the Data and Software Solutions Business Unit in Property Guru. Very excited to be here today to discuss this topic that's very close to my heart. So within my team, we work very closely with our B2B clients, such as developers, banks, valuers, and other institutional investors, specifically on the uh, data and the software solutions needs in you know, helping them make more confident decisions and drive transparency and efficiencies uh, within their business. Again, very excited to be here today. Nick? Yeah, thank you, Tina. So hi, everyone. Again, my name is Nick Myers, and I am the CEO and co-founder of Red Fox AI based in Madison, Wisconsin in the United States. I'm very excited to be here uh, just as a byproduct of the work that we do in conversational artificial intelligence and just artificial intelligence in general. DEI is always top of mind and something that we're always striving to improve, especially as the nature of the technology itself works to improve over time. But a bit about Red Fox AI, we have built a conversational artificial intelligence, specifically focusing right now on healthcare to help guide patients through home health tests and home medical device use. However, that's where we're starting and our eye is set on a much wider scope that may ultimately include the real estate and property sector at some point. So happy to be here. Now for our first question, let's start with Shin Yi. Can you give us a brief overview of how the real estate and technology industries have fared when it comes to incorporating DEI into the workplace? Thank you for the question, Tina. So I truly believe that you know, diversity and inclusivity just build better products and a better society. And then as you know, real estate and technology separately are very impactful industries, which have a very huge influence on how we live every day. And then specifically in the space that you know Property Guru Group is in and the data and software business, where the intersection of real estate and technology, you know, often we refer to that as prop tech, and which is even more dynamic than them um, separately. So, you know, as we all know, both these industries, real estate and technology, are very homogeneous and can be, for example, quite male dominated. So I've been in technology and real estate now for about two decades and have seen how DEI or in some cases, the lack thereof can have a very uh, disproportionate um, negative impact on the workplace. So whether it's, you know, with offering a conducive environment for everyone to be their best selves, to do their best work, or in developing great products that solve problems for everyone. 
Um, but you do see that particularly in the last five to ten years, DEI has become an increasingly pressing topic for the industry and for the companies, also for investors who are looking at this industry. And this is further compounded by the focus on ESG priorities as well. So we are seeing companies prioritizing that. Um, we are seeing um, industry associations, you know, also likewise promoting uh, inclusivity and diversity in the workplace. And even very minor things can can really promote, you know, um, you know, particularly in this landscape where there's a battle for talent, providing a nursing room in the in the office, um, making sure that it's a it's an environment where you know. Um, you know, people there is ecological safety. People are free to give their perspectives, particularly in you know um, contributing to product design. Um, there is still a fair amount of uh, room for the industry to improve, in my opinion. Um, for example, you know the particularly in the space of technology, you still find far more. Um, male engineers than female engineers, for instance, decision makers can also, you know, be of a certain profile. Um, and so the the push to have equity across all levels um, is, is still something that uh, there's still room to grow. Thank you, Xinyi. To Nick, how do you incorporate DEI into artificial intelligence? And what does data or artificial intelligence tell you about DEI? Yeah, that's a great question, Tina. And I, I want to start off by saying I agree with everything that Shania just said. Um, it is very true that technology has been a very male-dominated sector for a very long time. And although I am a male, obviously speaking about this, I do, for me personally, I am a part of the LGBTQ community. I am a gay founder uh, of our company in tech, right? And you know, that really has just impacted, I think, our overall outlook on DEI and specifically as I became very active and involved in the artificial intelligence space a handful of years ago, it really hit me. It hit me and I paused there for a second because I, I think about how much data that I saw a couple of years ago showing how a lot of the AI models that are on the market and continue to enter the market are very skewed with how they were trained. Most of the data in our world that we have access to today, unfortunately, skews to very specific racial sets, right? It, it isn't inclusive of the wider community and the wider global place of people. And I'd like to say that since I entered the AI space in 2017 and has gotten better, we've made some improvements, but it has a long way to go. And if we are truly going to enter a world, which I hope we do, and I think a lot of people do, where artificial intelligence becomes more than just a buzzword and a true practical application of technology that can solve some of the world's greatest problems, we need to make sure that DEI is at the forefront of that, specifically with how we obtain the data to train these models, because the model is only as good as the data we give it. So when it comes to AI and DEI, I think DEI is one of the most important aspects of AI currently and AI to come, because if we don't make the accessible data more inclusive and representative of everybody, we're just going to have a lot of problems moving forward with models as we rely on them more to do very serious things. Thank you, Nick. Uh, for Xin Yi, from Property Guru's perspective, what did you consider 
when you were um, developing solutions for different groups of people? Thank you for that question. So we really um, pride ourselves with being very customer centric. And I think this is very important, um, especially when you look at, say, for instance, um, the home buying experience, um, the actually the whether it's the wife or the mother or, you know, they have a very big say in, you know, a very big um, the, the deciding factor on, on the home that they buy. Um, and then we also know that, you know, by working with home sellers and buyers and, and developers, when especially if you're building, you know, um, in some cases, uh, a mixed use development or in planning an entire town, you are looking at how to create sustainable communities and how to be able to create an environment uh, which really promotes, you know, a healthy, a, a very high livability. So in order for you, for us to be able to build something that will, you know, stand stand the test of time, we need to be really customer centric and have the empathy to be able to understand the various jobs um, to be done. So, uh, so this is something that, you know, the only way we can do that is likewise to have a, um, a workforce and we call our employees gurus who represent the people that we serve. So we, you know, so we really strive to have, you know, good diversity in perspectives and inclusivity in how these perspectives are being taken in designing our products, in influencing how we interact with our customers, in the content that we put out there, the messaging that we put out there. Um, I think a big part of you know, really building a business or a product that can be truly effective in, in solving problems or, you know, fulfilling the job to be done, we need to be able to have a very clear um, empathy for the customers um, that we serve. So these are definitely some of these things that we think quite hard about um, when we are developing solutions for different groups of um, customers. Thank you. Now, what are some of the competitive advantages of promoting uh, DEI in real estate and tech? Nick, would you like to go first? Yeah, I can definitely speak to more of the tech side of things. And I think it's almost an expectation these days, right? You know, technology inherently is progressive. You're creating something new to help improve people's lives, to help create a solution to a problem. And along with that comes a greater variety and need for different opinions of different backgrounds, especially when it comes, you know, to culture and lived experiences. And that's what DEI is, right? So feeling the technology side of things, if you're working in technology, it isn't, it is almost an expectation and should 100% always be an expectation that DEI is at the forefront of everything you're working towards. And I'd like to say that some of the major technology companies we have here in the U.S. were you know, 100% and great at DEI, but it can always be better, right? So especially as we grow as a startup and really think about what our philosophy, mission, vision, and values are, I know personally, having talked with our other co-founder, DEI is going to be at the forefront of that just because in order for us to really produce the technology and solve the problem we've set out to solve, we need that wide variety of backgrounds and lived experiences to do that. So when it comes to technology, I think, diversity, equity, and inclusivity honestly should be one of the core values of every technology company on the planet. Thank you, Nick. Shinny, feel free to add. Yeah, I you know I echo everything that Nick um, has mentioned. Um, you know, he, Nick has been talking about from a technology side of things, and then definitely within real estate. You know, as we mentioned earlier, it's it's these two areas. You know, just 
is something it touches how we live every day and when you think about real estate it's about where you live it's about where you mm-hmm. work it's about where you play and in, when we are really vested into you know, developing the cities of tomorrow you know sustainable living sustainable communities sustainable development and when you think about sustainable communities it, it takes so many of different different parts of us to be able to make this work um whether you have the single families or the lgbtq community you have young families old families multi-generational families so in order for us to be able to help our partners with making better decisions on developing these cities of tomorrow or how or how people finance their homes you know how we how we view money how we view mortgages it can also be very deeply cultural and to be able to help our customers make those decisions having very very diverse opinions and perspectives in 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 making in in driving some of these decisions that we make as a company is extremely crucial um in 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 the real estate industry so and that's just from a property guru perspective but when we look at some of our partners whether it's developers or um whether it's urban planners we definitely see an increasing um priority placed in 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 highlighting the importance of DEI in um in decision making as well Okay guys, can we discuss some of the less tangible benefits, you know, like talent retention, improved reputation, employer brand, etc. Absolutely. I'll I'll go first. Um there are so many great companies to work out there. You know, why should a great talent come work for property guru and i think that is a question that a lot of companies are asking today and i we believe that we want to create an environment where everyone can bring their best selves to do their best work in order for us to be able to do that you know which had we drive talent retention we drive the employer branding we just create a more constructive conducive environment for employees that is definitely something that is a natural or um output of prioritizing investments in DEI initiatives. Definitely, you know, groupthink I have found is one of the worst trying to determine the right word to use here. Groupthink is one of the worst problems you can encounter as a technology company because when you have one group of people who all look alike, who all talk alike, you get so siloed that you can never even hope to begin to make any progress it's only when you start bringing in again as i've been mentioning people from different backgrounds people from lgbtq uh people from different races people from different countries is when you can really start gaining different perspective to make that meaningful progress from a tech standpoint with some of these innovative products so i would say from the workplace standpoint that again if you're a technology company and you aren't actively trying to diversify your workforce to meet the changing needs of the labor economy and just the economy overall as we head into clearly a more and far more robust based tech focused society DEI again and making sure you diversify your workforce to gain those different perspectives is absolutely crucial so how can we all work better to promote DEI in the workplace That's a good question. Shindian, <laughs> you want to you want to take that one again right off the bat? <laughs> sure, I'll take a stab at it. Um, I think it really starts with having very open, you know, uh, conversations uh, within the workplace. Um, I'm also a big subscriber to um, allyship. 
um, and it's something you know sometimes we those of us who are less privileged may not be best placed to um, lobby for ourselves so I think you know being able to build a culture of allyship where you know employees can help to lobby for one another for those who may not be seen uh, and at the same time just raising general awareness making some having hard conversations and making some real tangible actions in the workplace whether it's the physical environment or you know um, or having a professional development um, uh, initiatives to be able to help with creating a more equitable environment for all I think there there's definitely some you know some very tangible steps that um, companies can do and then you just test and learn see what works get best practices there's lots of conversations out there um, and companies who are you know who've gone into this for a while now um, so that it's um, it's doable for sure yeah, I, I agree with everything you just said there, Shandi. And and ultimately, you know, I look at the United States of today, right? Um, and you look at the grand scope of all the different companies that we have out there, many of which are working more towards DEI initiatives. But I still think the one thing that holds a lot of them back is they still haven't had enough interactions with people from different communities, right? Um, specifically looking at the LGBTQ community, again, that's my reference point, and the huge discussion around the transgender community happening in the United States right now. Lack of knowledge and lack of experience leads to fear. So it's incredibly important that every single company who has a DEI initiative, it's one thing to say you have a DEI initiative on paper, but it's another thing to put that into practice and actually get that lived experience talking and interacting with people from within this community to really start making progress and moving the needle on that initiative and hiring those people with different backgrounds. So that's really, I think what I'm advocating for is, you know, and again, Shanid, everything you just said as well is, Lack of knowledge leads to fear. So you need to start having more of these discussions and actually interacting with people that would fall under a DEI-based community so you can really start making moves and moving the needle and hiring people for your organization who have varied backgrounds and who are diverse and you know to foster equity and inclusion. Now for the last question, how can we foster a greater sense of belonging on our teams? Nick, I'm gonna let you go on this one. Yeah, I think what I have found is it can be as simple as looking at your team and every weekly team standup, obviously, depending how many people are in that standup, but just going around and saying, how are you doing? Something as simple as that by looking somebody in the eye and just saying, how are you doing? I truly don't feel we ask each other that often enough to really try and see how is somebody else doing emotionally, financially, physically? I mean, you know, we look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? It's kind of going up the chain with that question. Um, I feel like that simple question alone I have found has really fostered a greater sense of belonging in our organization and, and hopefully everybody else we bring in in the future. But really just asking, how are you doing today? I feel is very powerful. Yeah, for me, that would d definitely be in developing a, sp a space where everyone can rely on the psychological safety to be who they are, to bring their true best selves, to be able to voice their perspectives uh, and know that it would be heard, it would be considered and it will be valued. I think, you know, when we think about your know, sense of belonging, we want to be in a place, we want to work in a place where 
where we feel valued, we feel we have something to contribute, and that everyone has something to say, has something that they can bring to the table or bring to the room. So for me, it's 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 developing the psychological safety and, and environment、um, where everyone can bring their can be their true best selves. Wonderful. My main takeaway today is lack of knowledge leads to fear. Thank you all so much for sharing your insights into diversity, equality, and inclusivity in the real estate and tech industries. A very important subject at Property Guru. I'd love to discuss and continue, but please do join us and our speakers at our upcoming Property Guru Asia Real Estate Summit event on the 8th of December. For more information, visit AsiaRealEstateSummit.com. Oh.